Ready or not, it's time to elevate. Hey, welcome back to Elevate with Antoinette. I'm Antoinette. Um, and we are going to uh, talk about pausing. Pausing and, well, first acknowledging where we are in life and then pausing and then elevating. Because like I said before, we can't stay in the same place. Um, but also our feelings are valid, right? So we are looking to, this is still the beginning of a new year, beginning of a new year. And we're looking to go higher. We're looking to go higher in, at work in our relationships, um, just within ourselves. And to do that, we have to, have to acknowledge our feelings um, and I, I think about, and I know my husband's going to listen to this, but I, so I hope he doesn't mind. I, I bring him up. I, he should, he should do a podcast with me, but I find it very interesting, like his way of prior in prior years, acknowledging or not acknowledging his feelings compared to where I am today. And I'm, I'm all about like my feelings. This is how I feel. This is why I don't want to do this. This is why, you know, I don't want to do that. But at the same time now, and even before he's very like, he always has the conversation. He, there's never a time where he doesn't have conversation. And I'm the type of person that can sit there for hours silent. Like I, I literally have nothing at all to say. And for me, that's okay. Like I don't, it doesn't mean I'm mad or sad or anything like that. Um, but when he talks, like he brings up the sub, he brings up a lot of subjects and um, some of them are harder to talk about. And I get very uncomfortable very easily and I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about things that will make me uncomfortable. I don't, even even with him, and he knows me like the best. Um, and even even if he knows the an- I know he knows the answer. I still don't want to talk about it because I get very uncomfortable very easily. Um, but at the same time, like our sometimes we have to talk about the uncomfortable because we are acknowledging who we are, where we are and what space we're in and our feelings. And sometimes we're in a space where we, we don't feel the best or we, um, you know, feel sad or depressed and that can be an uncomfortable situation, but we have to acknowledge it. If it, if it's not acknowledged, then it can lead to bigger, bigger issues. And I, I don't know if I can find it. I, I had this bookmarked. Um, and then I closed the book for whatever reason I thought I had everything down, but in a book that I read, uh, at the end of last year, Dr. Anita Phillips, the garden within absolutely loved this book. Um, but she says pain denied is pain multiplied. And I kind of spoke on that um, 
where I said the the issues that I didn't want to talk about or the feelings I didn't want to acknowledge led to depression. And when I did try to talk about them, um, sometimes, you know, I was told, don't, you know, don't, you're letting your feelings control you. Um, and I wasn't, I was just trying to acknowledge. And it it's important um, to acknowledge those feelings because in her book, she says, if we refuse to engage long enough, our spiritual health will decline. Your spiritual life cannot be isolated from your emotional reality. And I did try to isolate it because people were saying, give me your feelings too much control, too, too much of this, too much of that. So I tried to isolate it and it led me to being at home. Like stop going to church, just depressed, all this stuff. And I didn't realize that I can have both, I can acknowledge my feelings and I can have my spiritual relationship. I can grow spiritually and grow mentally. That's, that's important. So, you know, with my, with my husband, and I see this with a lot of men, you know, they don't want, they don't necessarily want to talk about feelings and, you know, they have a thought of, you know, that's a girl thing or their feelings may not be um, important. And one thing that I like to say um, to my husband is like, no, your feelings are important because I say it to myself. So if I say it to myself, like, of course his feelings are important because they just are. Your feelings are important too. Um and I think that's I think something that we need to continue to acknowledge to one another, the people in our lives, that you matter, so your feelings matter. Like he matters, so his feelings matter. And we need to say that to more people. Um, and we need to, within ourselves, acknowledge our feelings, pause. That's it. I am sad, period. I don't need to act on it. I don't need to um, not, not necessarily talk about it right away. I can acknowledge my feelings. I'm sad. That's okay. Now maybe I need to take a deep breath. Now maybe I need to go for a run. Maybe I need to talk to my pastor, talk to my therapist, you know, but acknowledge your feelings and pause. Take a breath. Because sometimes if we act too quickly, that can lead us to mistakes. Then we are giving our feelings too much power. So if I'm mad and I just go out and start a fight, I've allowed my feelings to take control. But if I'm mad and I pause, acknowledge my feeling and pause, that will allow me time to think clearly and to elevate out of this situation. Because then I can think, okay, why am I mad? I'm mad because, you know, this person did this. Okay, what next? 
do I need to talk to that person? Am I looking at it from the wrong point of view? Am I the problem? So you need to give yourself that time, that pause to really acknowledge your feelings and figure out why you're feeling this way so you can elevate out of it. Let me say this. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a therapist. I don't want to be a therapist. I'm just a girl that has messed up time and time again, that has dealt with mental issues, and now put my foot down and said, this is the year I elevate in every area of my life. This is the year my marriage elevates, me as a mother, I elevate in that area, my career as a realtor elevates, my career as a county commissioner, that's going to elevate whatever hat I'm wearing. This year is the year that I elevate in that area. So no matter what, if I'm in a meeting and someone says something that's going to really make me mad, when I, maybe I want to just give them a quick two cents, you know, a quick thought. Maybe I just need to take a minute, let someone else talk, get myself together so I can come off calmer, smarter, and just in a better headspace. And then I am the one that looks and feel better. So there's just a lot, there's a lot in that, right? Like, what if you're so used to reacting to how you're feeling? That's a whole nother mindset switch, but you're worth getting that help. So if that's you, then who can you talk to? that will help you get out of this situation. My broker was telling telling her group a story about, you know, a friend that had road rage and really bad and saw a, a therapist or was hypnotized. So whenever they felt that anger um, of road rage, then they would think, oh, there's my friend. They're in a hurry to get where they have to go. Like, when you acknowledge your feelings, you take that pause and then you can think clearly, like, what do I need to do to not act on my feelings anymore? What do I need to do to get out of this space to elevate from where I am? And this person said, I need to see a therapist. And the therapist said, we're going to try hypnosis. And now the road rage goes from anger, like I want to follow this guy, to, oh, there's my friend. They're in a hurry. Let me, let me just uh, give them space. Like that's completely different. And it's from just acknowledging your feelings. And in this case, their feelings was anger that they really couldn't control and they knew they needed outside help to be able to control it. Now, getting hypnotized is like, I've never done it. And it can, it seems extreme, but sometimes that's what we need is extreme. And we don't realize it and we don't acknowledge it until 
we acknowledge our feelings, then pause. So it's a powerful thing to take a break and acknowledge and pause can look so many di- so many ways to so many people. I was telling my husband, like, he takes on a lot. Like, he also wears a lot of hats. And I, like, I have to, I go on, I don't go on a lot of vacations. I go on work trips and do conferences to better myself. So I don't look at that as vacation. But I was telling him, my husband looks at it more like vacation. I don't think it is. But um, we're not going to discuss that right now. Um, <laughs> so he, I, I encourage him to go on vacation. I think it, I thought it would be a great idea. I thought it would be great for him. I thought he needed it. I thought he deserved it. And so he kept saying he was going to go on vacation. He was going to go on vacation. He said it so much that... I didn't believe him, first of all, Um, but he said it so much that I said, look, you need to go on somebody vacation. I don't, I don't know, but don't say you're going on vacation no more and you don't leave this house. So one day he said, goodbye. I said, okay, have a good practice because he's coach. And he's like, I'm not going to practice. I'm going on vacation. And I'm just confused. First of all, I was, I was confused. So in that moment, I I really didn't ask any questions. I I really did. I really did just pause because I was so confused of where he was going. I had no idea where he was going. He was just. He said he was going on vacation. I encouraged him to go on vacation. He said he was going on vacation. He said it so much. I didn't believe him. And then he said he was going on vacation. Did not say where he was going. The confusion level, insane. (laughs) I was so confused. So then he calls later and he, he really went on vacation. He, he really went on vacation. Um, and he had a blast. I will say that. He he had a great time, him and his friend, and I'm so happy that he went. Um, but that's what his pause looked like. His pause looked like getting on a plane with a friend, going somewhere on the beach with great weather and enjoying life. That's That was his pause. Some people can't have that kind of pause. Some people had to have a pause like me where I just kind of stood there confused, not saying a word and letting everything sink in. And then when it got finished sinking in, I connected with him and he was at the airport about to take off and go on vacation. So, but like we have a relationship where I don't, I don't worry about my husband. Like he is very level headed. Um, he, <laughs> I, I was just happy he went on vacation, but that just goes to show you what not everyone's pause is the same. Like my pause is standing there quietly. I don't say a word and I just let things sink in. His pause 
in this occasion, because he does not usually do things like this, but in this occasion, because like I said, he, he wears many hats and he has to like do a lot in his work and coaching and church, everything else. Um, but in this moment, his pause looked like getting on a plane, going on vacation. Not too much thought into it. Go on vacation. Um, and I love that for him. I love that for him. And I love that he was able to acknowledge his feelings, however that looked for him, and say, this is what I need. Not only this is what I need, but I hope he also said, this is what I deserve. I deserve a vacation. I work my butt off. I take care of my family. I deserve a vacation. So I hope he, I hope he felt that too. <laughs> I felt that for him. If, if he didn't feel it for himself, I felt it for him. But what does your pause look like? What, when you are overwhelmed, when you are sad, when you are angry, what does your pause look like? And if you don't have a pause, we need to think about that right now. What should your pause look like? Or after you hear this, what is your pause going to look like? Because like I said, I'm not like a therapist or anything. I'm just a girl that's been through some stuff. And there are things that work for me that I know can work for everybody. And one of those things is to pause. The pause doesn't have to be forever either. It doesn't have to, you know... My my pause in that situation was about 10 minutes because I like I, I didn't know what was happening in my in my life. I was stood there confused. But for my husband, his pause looked like it was a week. So everybody's pause looks different. What does yours look like? And if you don't have one, you need to get one and think about different situations Someone at work makes you mad. What does that pause look like so you don't lose your job by flying off the handle? Maybe go into the bathroom. Maybe get on the phone, call someone. Maybe put your AirPod or your headphones on and listen to some meditation, goodbye type of sounds. What is that emergency, I need to get away from life pause look like? And then what does your I have time and I need to really get away, what does that look like? Maybe at the end of your day, it's 20 minutes in a room by yourself. It's 20 minutes in front of, you know, reading a book. What does that pause look like? I used to, at the end of every day, eight o'clock, I had an alarm go off at eight o'clock every day saying, me time. That was my pause. That is what helped me acknowledge my feelings from the day and settle them. So I could end my day calm without 5 million things running through my head and getting rest, and then I can start my day fresh. So that was that scheduled scheduled pause helped me, helped me to... Um, get through what I was going through, a scheduled pause. So not an emergency, not wait for something to happen. 
It was scheduled. It was in my calendar. The alarm went off every day at eight o'clock. And sometimes I didn't have 20 minutes because I still was working or still had stuff to do. But I took that time and I did calm my day down, calm my mind down. If I had five minutes, then I knew after this pause, I wasn't going to do too much more in my day because my mind was ready to relax. So what, what is it? What does your pause look like? Maybe every year you want to schedule a vacation, you know, at, at the sixth month and then the 12th month. So you have a summer vacation and a winter vacation. It's up to you. But that time where you acknowledge your feelings, acknowledge what you went through that day, that quarter, that year, pause, acknowledge, pause, and then say, how are we going to make it better? How do we go up from here? Because at the end of the day, that's what we want to do. We don't want to relive the mistakes or the frustration or the negative feeling. We don't want to relive that. We want to elevate from there. So if I got angry because somebody at work, you know, stole my client or, you know, was too loud while I was trying to make phone calls, pause, acknowledge your anger, pause, what are we doing to elevate from that space? Maybe make phone calls in another area. Maybe ask the coworker to quiet down. There are different, you know, uh, solutions to every issue. So what does your, what action made your emotions flare? Give yourself time to breathe. And then figure out how to elevate from that emotion, from that negative emotion because we don't want to stay there. Staying will kill us. Staying in anger will lead us to doing irrational things, saying irrational things. Staying in sadness will lead us to depression, anxiety. So we need to figure out how we elevate from there. And the space you give yourself in that pause will help you to think clearly to be able to elevate to the next level, get out of that feeling and elevate to the next level. But you can't really get out of the feeling until you acknowledge it. So do you like, you see how everything, it kind of rolls together. Acknowledge, pause, elevate. What does your pause look like? What does your elevation look like? And I won't go into like, you know, negativity or things like that, because I really want us to focus on the elevation part. But if you're having problems dealing with your emotions, then of course, talk to a therapist, talk to someone that can guide you and get you, help you out of that 
that feeling, guide you in that area. I'm just now noticing that my ring light turned off. And that's because I unplugged it unintentionally. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> so if you're watching the video, I hope it's not too um, bad on lighting, but from, from what I see, it looks fine. Um, I hope you remember I said I get distracted easily. But yeah, that's it. That's it. Tell me how... Tell me what your pause looks like and tell me how you elevate. Maybe someone helps you. Who is that person? How do you get yourself from one level to the next? For me, I don't talk much, which is funny because I have a podcast. It's probably the most talking I've done all week. Um, but for me, my pause, like I said, I just kind of let things sink in. And then I like to elevate by going back to the problem. How did I get there? Why did I react the way that I reacted? And then I ask myself, do I want to stay there? And the answer is always no. Always. Great. How do I get, I ask myself, how do I get out? Well, maybe this person can help me. Great, contact that person. Sometimes I have a bad day, like my pause is the, let it sink in. And sometimes I just need to get home and like be with my dog, you know, laugh with my husband, talk to my kids. And then I'm ready, like I... They energize me, and then I'm ready to, like, crush the next day. Because they're also my reason why. And that, too, if you have a reason why, like that, the reason you do the things you do and you work as hard as you work and you push as hard as you push, my family is that for me. I want to look, I want to be my best because I know my daughters are looking. I want to be my best because I know you know, my husband's going to be proud of me. I want to be my best because then I get to spend more time with my dog. Like, <laughs> you know, that may be silly, but they are my reasons why I do, like, I work so hard. Like, I, I push because I want to spend time with them, more time with them. So sometimes in my pause, I have to think about my reasons why, which is them. And I get energized. I get energized and I get like excited to be a better person. Because I know that better person, that better version of me is not going to react the way my first instinct wanted me to react. And tomorrow, maybe that instinct won't even pop up in my head. Because my, my reasons to elevate are my reasons why. And maybe they'll be top of mind next time. So think about it. Where are you now in your emotions? What's making you sad? What's making you mad? How, how did you get there? Why are you there? You know, pause. Now elevate.
Don't go back to that anger. Don't go back to that depression. Elevate. We're going to be better tomorrow than we were today. So I hope you enjoyed this talk. We'll be back next time, maybe with a guest. I'm not for sure, but definitely we'll be talking about elevating. So 